Welcome to the Waste Academy podcast, where we explore the ins and outs of the waste and recycling industry. The waste industry is massive and full of opportunities for you to create your own niche. And like they say, the riches are in the niches. So join us as we talk about all things waste and show you why trash is sexy. the Waste Academy podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Allen, and I'm here with Josh Allen. And today we are going to talk to you about the rising cost of waste and recycling services. So if you haven't already started to see it, you probably, you probably already are, but waste and recycling prices and the cost for those services is going to be increasing dramatically over the next few years. And we're here with Josh to talk about the reasons why that is, and then where there might be some opportunities for us in the industry to come in and make money off of this, and then also offer assistance to people who are facing these dramatic increases. Because as you know, when prices rise, it hurts businesses, it hurts individual homes and and families as the cost of their bills increase. So there's massive amounts of opportunity here for those of us in this industry to come in and offer some help. So I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to Josh right now so he can talk to you about why we're seeing these price increases. Yeah, so we are seeing price increases for three major reasons. One is inflation, The other one is a fluctuating commodities market and haulers trying to figure out what they can do with recyclables kind of in this new world. And then the other reason we're seeing increases is environmental stipulations from both federal and state governments. And those are all things that dramatically impact the profitability of waste haulers and the amount of work and cost that goes into picking up people's trash. So we can go ahead and start with inflation. This is pretty easy to see. To be honest, I I wrote an article, I think three or four years ago, talking about inflationary pressure in the waste industry and why we were going to see rising costs. Since then, we've seen prices go up 30 to 100% in different markets. And It was a lot of it was from the same reasons. It was the same three factors, which is we were having inflation back then. And that was before we printed trillions of dollars in this last economic crisis. And and part of the reason we had written the article before is we had printed a bunch of money during the 2007 crisis, the loan crisis. Right. And that was kind of catching up to us. So the waste industry is so labor intensive. Any type of wage increase affects the waste industry and recycling industry across the board. There's so many drivers. There's so many people working at landfills and MRFs where they separate out the recyclables. There's salespeople. There's, you know, office people. I mean, it's across the board, just tons of people involved in the waste industry. As you can imagine, it's a lot of work to pick up your trash and recyclables curbside all over the country every single day. So uh, that's number one. Number two is China enacted something a couple years ago called Green Sword Basically, to simplify it, and you guys can read about this, they are limiting the types of recyclables that can go to them. And then they're saying that when you are sending recyclables to us, which are commodities, paper, metal, plastic, glass, they're saying the contamination rate needs to be very, very small. 
where we separate separate out our recyclables here in the U.S. is in MRFs, where this is on average, you're commingling all the recyclables. It's going to a facility where it gets separated out, and then once it gets separated out, it gets bundled together and sent in its own commodity class, like cardboard, right? Previously, China's contamination rate that they allowed was around 3% by weight. Now it's like 0.05%. It's, it's really small. And so most of these facilities were not built to actually separate out materials to that uh, clean a commodity. And so they're having to retool, they're having to use more man hours, and all of that is really expensive and affecting uh, trash prices. And then, so we're based out of California. There are other states that are doing this and coming out and saying, okay, they're telling the cities that they have to divert 75% of their waste here in California. On top of that, they're also requiring uh, organics uh, programs in every city. The way it works is the only way to get down to 75% diversion or up to 75% diversion is to add organics into the waste stream. So now you're talking a whole nother stream of waste that has to be picked up, more trucks, more drivers, more labor, and uh, it's it's really expensive. To be honest, organics is not a cheap route. It, it might actually end up costing more than landfilling it. In fact, most likely that's that's what we're guessing. So right there, if labor costs don't go up and commodity prices don't change, you're probably going to see a 30% increase just in a state like California. And there's other states doing this where organics is now a staple in the waste stream. So does that answer your question? Yeah, that definitely does. Um, Can you talk a little bit about how um, franchise agreements are playing into this and where you see that going with the rising costs? Yeah, so a franchise agreement is an agreement between a city and a waste hauler that's set menu pricing, okay? So these cities will come in and say, hey, waste management or Republic or whoever it is, uh, you can haul all the waste in our city. It's for a set price, menu pricing. You get a 3 to 5% increase every year in your service costs, but we want you to sign a 10-year agreement, right? Now they're having to go back into those franchise agreements and renegotiate a lot of them because of the environmental standards that are coming out, organics being one of them. The commodities market drastically changing being another. The haulers are coming back and fighting in contract saying, hey, we have, if you're, we're going to provide this service, you're asking us to retool and do all this stuff and add more labor, we have to raise the rates. And it's, it's a lot. It's a huge increase. On top of that, you have these contracts end And then they go back out to bid and they're really expensive to uh, manage and to fund, right? You can imagine if there's a big city and you have to buy dumpsters and bins, right? It gets really expensive for them to change companies. And so we're seeing prices go up by, you know, 30%, 40%, 50%, 100%. And to be honest, I don't blame the waste haulers. They have to do it. Now, there are some other things the waste haulers are putting in these contracts that are really expensive, For instance, one of the things we're seeing is contamination fees on recycling. They're trying to keep the bad stuff or the non-recyclables out of the recycling to begin with because they're having to meet China's very stringent standards, which makes sense on paper. The reality is if you're asking people to recycle more and then you're charging them huge fees for a little bit of contamination, I mean, imagine an apartment complex or a homeowners association where... Uh, you know, a, a nine-year-old is taking out the trash and putting it in the wrong bin. And now 
it's an extra $85 charge. It gets crazy, you know? And in a big community, there could be 10 recycle bins going three times a week. That's 30 opportunities a week for contamination. And then it gets picked up, you know, four and a half times a month. We're talking about 120 opportunities to have a contaminated bin. That gets crazy. The bills are skyrocketing. There's, you know, we call these junk fees, but there's these types of fees and people are just having a hard time wrapping their head around it. If you have a budget for trash, double it almost. I mean, that that's what you need to expect in the next couple of years. That's really interesting. Um, so tell me, as somebody who is working in the waste industry or if somebody is out there looking for opportunities to get into this industry, how would this affect them or what kinds of things could they bring to the table to make themselves valuable to waste customers that are now seeing these really drastic increases? Yeah, I think people are used to fairly consistent prices in their trash, mm-hmm. their monthly bill, right? Where, you know, a bill was 2000 bucks and it was just 2000 bucks every month. And obviously we're talking about a commercial property here. Anything you can do to help a customer solve billing fluctuations, right? For instance, bulk items and overages, those are, those are increasing prices. Bulk items obviously increase prices. They fill up bins. If you provided a bulk item service to an apartment complex or homeowners association community and it's a premium service and ultimately you could show them how it would pay for themselves because they wouldn't have to pay someone else to get rid of these or be reducing the amount of trash they're having to throw away. I mean, that would be a good example. I think there's, I think there's so many opportunities in the waste industry. It's crazy. And I love it because of that. I know you do too. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have a whole staff here that's built solving problems for people in the waste industry. And we solve problems for homeowners commercial property managers, building owners. We, we even do consulting for cities. They're trying to figure out the best way to educate and manage their waste. And, and they hire us to come in and do that. So I think the opportunities are pretty much endless. The key is knowing where the market's going and building your business to take advantage of that. So we know prices are going up. I don't know what type of business you're in or you're wanting to be in, but just know prices are going up and there is opportunity there these big companies are slow to move a lot of times and there is a way to come in and service their clients and and take their margin away. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So a huge part of helping out these customers is just providing value and helping them sort through all of these little nuances because it's not just a a one-size-fits-all solution. It's, you know, going in and and finding out what these problems are and what you can do to help them with that. And for most people, if they see their bills increasing, that's a really big problem for them. And so they want to look for ways to fix that. So if you're out there and you're wanting more information about how you can help solve these problems, you can always contact us here at The Waste Academy, which my email is inallen at thewasteacademy.com. And Josh is jallen at thewasteacademy.com. Absolutely. You guys, thank you for your time. We really appreciate it. And we look forward to hearing from you.